from RF Smart. This is On Par, a podcast that delves into the very heart of the healthcare system, its supply chain. And here's your host, Sarah Archer. Hi, welcome back to On Par with RF Smart. My name is Sarah Archer and I am your host. And today I am joined by my friends, Ryan Zisman and Bill Brewer. And we are going to be talking about mobile picking. So before we do that, though, I'd like for my friends to introduce themselves. Ryan, I'm going to let you go first. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Bill. Thanks for having me on the podcast today. I have been doing Oracle Consulting for a little over five years now. I started at Cerner, where we implemented alongside the EHR implementation. I've been at ARPSmart a little over two years. I've seen just about 30-plus healthcare facilities, and I'm now spearheading our latest department in customer success, where it is my goal to help customers get the most value out of their product. Very cool. So if you are a customer, you may know Ryan. He may have helped you with your project, or maybe he is helping to improve your experience. So thanks for being here, Ryan. Excited for our discussion here today. And of course, Bill Brewer is also here because when is he not? Bill, thanks for being here. If this is the first time you've ever listened to the podcast, we'll let Bill tell you a little bit about himself as well. Well, thank you, Sarah. And it's great to be back and with the group here today. So Bill Brewer, I'm the healthcare product manager here in RF Smart. So I have responsibility for our healthcare strategic direction and product management. Prior to joining RF Smart, I had about 15 years of working kind of boots on the ground in healthcare organizations doing supply chain operations. So great to be back and look forward to a great conversation. Well, guys, let's dive into our topic, which is mobile picking today. You know, in many healthcare facilities, supply chain teams are still doing picking manually. For our customers who are listening, hang on for just a second. We know that you're picking with a scanner, but there are many places that people are not. And as you know, on this podcast, our mission is to transform lives and eliminate clipboards. We do not want for you to be picking with a clipboard. We would love for you to use a mobile handheld. So guys, we learned in our last podcast episode that 89% of healthcare leaders are looking to invest in real-time inventory in 2022. So this is a big push. There are lots of different ways that you can do that. Good point, Sarah. I think actually a lot of our customers have already taken a step in this direction. And I'm kind of excited today to talk about some of those stories and and really share how we've seen our customers transition from paper-based picking process to picking on mobile devices and eliminating some of those manual steps that we'll talk about today. So certainly we're seeing that transition across our customers, and I think we can talk a little bit more about that today. And we've seen it a little bit creatively as well. So we'll share some ways that you can eliminate paper picking in your facility as well. With that, I think it's important that we start with the definition of what is mobile picking. So we're all on the same page. Ryan, can you let us know what is mobile picking? Mobile picking is what we call our application that shows users exactly what to pick and where to pick it and documents their picks in real time. Using their handheld device, they can walk to a shelf, scan the item number to verify they're picking the exact item and not a similar item that was ordered, and it'll take them to the next shelf in the sequence. So it should be the fastest route around the warehouse. And the beautiful thing about it is once you're done picking, you don't have to then return with your clipboards to document the work you've already done back into a desktop computer. No clipboards. Amazing. Something that you said, Ryan, that stood out to me is real time and being able to see in real time in your ERP what inventory you have available. This is crucial. We've talked about this on other podcasts, but really this mobile picking aspect is the basis of being able to see all of your inventory. So it's so important. I know that there are numerous, numerous, numerous benefits of mobile picking, but can you sum up for us 
what are like the top three benefits of picking with a mobile device? Sure. I'd say the top three benefits include it's more efficient, it reduces errors, and it gives you the option to move away from paper pick slips. So where is it more efficient? It's that you don't have to then go back to the computer to re-record everything you've already documented on your pen and paper. And further, it reduces errors. So I'm sure every customer listening to this podcast has a story. They've got a shelf and they've got five items that all look very similar and the wrong item gets picked weekly, daily, who knows? And then when that happens, that picker has to walk half a mile to that apartment, grab the item, return it, and then find the right item and then walk back and fix the mistake. And so by forcing the end user to scan in real time, we are helping eliminate that error before it could ever occur. The last step is with paper. So we're giving clients the ability the option to remove paper, which means no longer contact some IT support guy to fix your printer jams, to read my paper, to read by ink, to worry about your Wi-Fi connection to your printer. You know, we're solving so many downstream issues by offering that uh, ability. And, you know, Sarah, you mentioned too the inventory accuracy, and Ryan, you certainly touched on it. The only thing I would add just as another thought there, and Sarah, you sort of touched on it, is this idea that it's real time, right? And why does that matter? And why is that important? And when you think about a healthcare organization that has end users, requisitioners putting in requests for products, power counts are happening, all those things are happening in real time throughout the day. If your picks are being done and you're waiting an hour to half an hour, whatever the case may be to confirm those picks, there's a possibility that that quantity on hand is not an accurate reflection of what's actually there. And so some of those requisitions could be filling against items that actually aren't going to be on the shelf and are going to create a whole bunch of downstream effort. So as Ryan, you pointed out, I mean, the value here too is just it's real time, right? It's creating an absolute accurate representation of inventory so that all those transactions down the road are not subject to error. And Bill, something else I'd like to add here is I hear quite a lot from almost every customer is what happens if my end user is picking and they get pulled away. They, they need to go do an emergency issue, an emergency requisition. They have some question. They need to help someone and train someone. Do they lose their work? And the answer is no, they don't. They can immediately go back into that pick slip and start right where they left off. They have lost no work because again, every transaction is posted to the ERP in real time. One thing, Ryan, that you said that stood out to me was you were talking about that efficiency and you said that there are times that you walk to a location, realize something's not there, and then you've got to walk really far back. These are massive facilities. And so not only is it more efficient, right, but there's a labor productivity savings when knowing with directed picking, this is where you're going, what the inventory you need is there. And then, you know, not only that, not only is that increased labor productivity and you can potentially do some digging into what your labor and staffing looks like and there's some money savings to be had there. But one thing that stands out to me that I hear from our customers very often is this idea of eliminating paper from an economically and eco-friendly responsibility. There's this idea now of corporate responsibility and getting rid of excess paper and really as an environmental thing, but then also as a reducing a touch point, right? And so we live in a world now where, especially in a healthcare facility, people are needing to sanitize more often. Can't do that with paper. Can't sanitize it. So there's definitely some savings uh, to be had that way as well. But there are some challenges that you can face if you are thinking about eliminating paper. And I think it's important that we talk about them because we do have some solutions. So what are some challenges to paperless picking, Ryan? So one challenge to paperless picking is that if you are for a larger organization, oftentimes there's a handoff from the person who picks the goods to the person who then delivers the goods. And if there's a handoff and there is no documentation, there's no paper to go along with it, 
the person who delivers it doesn't know where to take the items. So that's one challenge. But of course, we'll address how to resolve for these challenges here in a minute. Another challenge that I hear quite a lot is that some of the most dependable and respected staff members have been picking with paper for 35 years, and they know exactly where everything is, and that's how they've always done it. And so to move to technology that they may not be familiar with or not comfortable with, that can require some additional training and some TLC. Yeah, absolutely. Change management is probably one of the biggest issues that people run into as they are trying to make this transition. There's just something very safe about the way that we've always done it. And I know that we have some customers who have made that transition and we'll share some of those stories. But how do you solve those challenges? What do we recommend, Ryan? So let's first talk about the documentation of how do you know where you're taking the cart of goods. If you're a smaller facility, you probably don't need that. The person who picks it is going to immediately return it to the you know the place where they first counted it from because they wear all the hats. If you're a larger facility, there's a couple of different things you can do. We offer the ability to print a little label that tells you you know your order number and where it's going. But then again, you're back to printing, back to dealing with you know issues with the printer and the Wi-Fi and the IT and all that stuff. So another idea that we've seen a customer do that I I just thought was so simple and so smart was they laminated deliver to signs of where they're taking product. So if they're going to deliver something to the cath lab, they would grab the paper that says cath lab A and put that on the cart. But when they were done picking, there was no extra technology to to limit that that process and they could hand off easy enough. Yeah. And Ryan, just, you know, add a little story. I, I agree with your point around, you know, the labels still introducing paper. I mean, I would argue, I think it cuts down on like these massive, you know, pick lists and stuff like that. I'm actually on site with one of our customers this week and they just rolled out kind of the hip printers that go across their body. And so now they have their pickers. When they complete the pick, it prints off a little three inch by one inch label and they're able to affix that to it. So I love the laminated idea. Remember you telling me that story a few months ago. I think that's brilliant. But, you know, I think even where there's instances where you have to introduce a little bit of paper, whether it's in the form of a label, it's still a pathway to getting away from those, you know, larger kind of paper-based pick lists. Now, the the second piece of that pie is RxSmart offers this thing called its delivery app, and that can integrate with the picking step. So one challenge in healthcare is that once something is picked, there's no documentation that was ever actually delivered. And for most of the items, maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe it's inexpensive tissues and gloves and gowns. But for your more expensive items that you want full visibility on, we can integrate the picking step with a delivery step. And if you have the delivery step in place, then you'll have the delivery label in place, which could very easily replace that documentation that tells you where you're going. So Ryan, I've heard an answer for the, you know, using paper as a fail safe. You recommended we've got some customers who are doing laminated. Bill says we've got some customers who are, you know, utilizing those hip printer labels. I've even seen it where people reuse barcodes and they stick them on those alligator clips and then they stick them to something else. I think that that's also a really great way to cut down on paper waste. But you also said documenting your delivery and utilizing that functionality from RFSmart. What about that big issue we were just talking about, change management? How do we get the buy-in from the staff that has been there forever and wants to hold on to their clipboard for dear precious life? 
Here's what I'll say to that. The software is so intuitive. You give it to virtually any end user and, and, and they can jump right into the picking. So the, 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 there is some change management around like, hey, you're not going to have paper anymore. But the software is also fun. Like it's, it's just fun to walk around your warehouse with a scanner and you know have these little beeps go off to confirm you're picking the right stuff. So I think positioning it to your staff of, hey, this is the next big thing. Hey, this is fun is a step in the right direction. I think, Bill, you told me this story We've got some customers who just decided, hey, this is what we're doing. How did that go over? How was their staff able to adjust to just going cold turkey from the paper onto scanning? Yeah, I remember that story. And actually, you know, Sarah, I did share that with you. And it's one of my favorites. And Ryan, I think it was actually one of the customers that you helped implement. So maybe I'll let you kind of tell that story. The thing that I think was most helpful was the senior leadership's direction. They were on board. They knew that there were going to be challenges that present themselves. There would be problems to be solved, as is the case with any implementation. Now, they decided to do that at GoLive. I don't know if I would recommend that for everyone, but they pushed for it. And because they did, they are now successfully picking without paper. You make a great point, Ryan, too. You don't have to just choose one or the other, right? That you can take some steps to reduce paper and get to that point where you've eliminated paper for sure. So don't freak out and be like, oh no, we're going to lose all of our paper. Absolutely, you can get there, but our team and our expertise in our team, we can help you uh, accomplish those steps so that it's a little bit less of just cutting you off from your clipboard altogether situation. So guys, I think one thing that we do need to do before we go is we need to let people know the steps that they need to take, some things to be aware of to implement this paperless picking. What are those steps? So the first thing to be identified is if you need documentation to help your picker know where to take the items. Common reasons are, as I said earlier, is is there a handoff where someone else wouldn't talk to them? Is there a shift change? They've maybe done half the pick before the shift was done, or were they just forgotten because they got distracted with some other task that needed their help for something else? So do you need documentation? If the answer is yes, you can print labels or you can use a reusable sheet or do the fail-safe Sharpie on the box method. And I think that's a really good point, Ryan. And one thing I was thinking about as you were kind of chatting about some of the challenges and stuff a little bit ago as well is yes, right? We have some really good stories around, you know, just pulling off the Band-Aid and making it so. But I would also say we've got some customers that have sort of stepped into it as well. And so, Ryan, I know there's a customer that we worked very closely with that day one, they did go live with mobile picking, right? So they started picking on a mobile device, but they didn't turn off the paper day one. And so they still had that kind of tool for their end users to use alongside the mobile device. And I think that that's an important lesson as well, because at the end of the day, you don't have to pull the Band-Aid off. And maybe it's a one step in the right direction, because at least at that point, you're still having real-time accuracy. You're reducing the need for that end user to go back and manually confirm that list, but they still have that piece of paper and it begins to solve for some of the challenges that we mentioned here. Now, hopefully that's a step to a future direction where that dependence on paper is completely gone. But I just want to make that point too, that this can be a journey. It doesn't have to be an overnight change. Bill, to add on what you were saying, for any future customers or our customers who are currently implementing something to be aware of. One of the big ones that you're time and again is that both with picking and with counting, Oracle Cloud sorts those documents by its own predetermined sequence number, which is by the item number. And one of the big value wins people use with our smart is that we will present the information to the end user in locator order. Ryan, can you elaborate on that? What does it mean for that to show up in locator order? 
It means that because every facility I've, I've been in has locators in logical walking order that they could start on their pick in aisle A and their next pick is aisle B rather than having the Oracle delivered software that might take you from aisle Q to aisle B to aisle K to aisle A again. And so they end up getting a much more efficient walking path by using RFSmart. Yeah, and I would say that's akin to some of our manufacturing customers and other verticals where that defined pick path of really directing the end user, the picker in the most efficient way around the warehouse to make sure that they're not having to double back. As you mentioned, Ryan, I think that's a great point. Our mobile device is really helping to optimize their steps. So something else that I hear time and again is the pick slip perhaps says to pick an item in a case or an each or a box, whatever the you know, unit of measure was ordered in. And I often hear, well, how many is in the case box? He's like, we don't know that. And so what you have the ability in our smart to do is to display the packaging string unit of measure or to put that on the label itself. So as you're picking it, you know exactly how much is in that box. So it's very clear to the picker how much is being picked. And what is more, oftentimes at GoLives, we'll see requesters make mistakes when ordering. So they might order 10,000 cases when they need one case. Happens all the time. And our smart, you have the ability to do the short picks help prevent those downstream impacts from happening by getting in front of it during the picking step. It's really all about efficiency. I mean, at the end of the day, everything that we've talked about, all of the tips you just said, which were great, Ryan, point back to that increased efficiency. And that trickles down into all of the other areas, such as the accuracy, such as improved inventory visibility. So definitely really great points. And guys, I think we need to wrap up today with one to two top tips for mobile picking. I will start because I have one. I think that it could sound a little bit overwhelming where we're like, hey, stop using your clipboard and your paper. Get this mobile device, get labels, do all this stuff. You may be listening to this and like, I don't have any idea how to do that. Well, to that I say, we have got a really wonderful, great, dedicated hardware team here at RFSmart who can help you make the decisions about what is best for your facility. They have access to all sorts of really great printers, scanners, and can help you make those kinds of decisions. So my tip for you is to utilize the RFSmart hardware team and make sure that you are choosing the scanner that will help you accomplish this goal best because there's a lot of different scanners and we can help you make that decision. But Bill, what is your tip for picking? You can do one or two. Maybe I'll bundle them into one, which is, you know, and I say this about not just the picking transition and workflow, but really any of our workflows is I think it's important, especially as you go live and even longer term to keep a mind to continuous improvement. You know, Ryan and our team that helps our customers implement, they do a great job of really thinking through what screens, how do we want it laid out? How do we want the workflow configured? Because one of the beauties of our solution is it's very customizable and very configurable to allow those screens and those workflows to be very, very laser focused on those individual users. And so you know, I think the best of intentions, right, during those implementation discussions, yes, the screen should be here, we should display this, we should display this, that's great. But taking the time post go live and standing side by side with those users in the weeks and the months that follow, oftentimes you can get really simple, easy, quick wins with your end users just by making a very simple modification. Ryan, you made me think of it when you mentioned the unit of measure or the, the packaging string on the screen. That might not be something that we deliver by default. It's something certainly we could include there. And so walking the walk, listening to your end users, 
hearing them say, gosh, it would be really easy or it'd be much easier if I could see when it's telling me to pick a box, does it mean the box or does it mean the case and how many are in that? So to me, it's continuous improvement, listening to end users and always seeking to really refine and hone those workflows to make them the most efficient for your end users. I think that's one of the big, big value points of RF Smart and just never losing sight of the fact that you constantly have that tool at your disposal to continue to make those workflows more and more efficient. Ryan, bring us home. Okay, so my top tip for doing mobile picking is counterintuitive, but I mentioned this earlier. It's to go live with paper and make that an easier transition. So you go live, you get stable for three months, you let everyone get used to the software, get used to the changes. So you troubleshoot all your locator issues, all your unit of measure and your quality on hand issues that are going to come up with the go live. And then about three to six months, you say, you know what? All right, now we rip the bandaid off. Let's go paperless and make this process even more streamlined. Hey, Ryan, if you are a current customer that's listening and you want to implement this, where should you reach out to? If you are a current customer who is live and you are interested in improving your current processes, you should reach out to customer success OC at rfsmart.com, where our team would be happy to help look at what you're currently doing and help you improve your operations. Well, Bill, Ryan, thank you guys so much for those tips. Totally agree that taking baby steps is a great direction to go and making sure that you've got full buy-in from your team and making sure everyone's trained up. So really great tips, great discussion today. For those of you listening while you're here, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so that you get updates about awesome podcast episodes like this one. You can subscribe on our website, rfsmart.com slash on par to get an email update when we do a new episode. You can also subscribe on any of your favorite places to listen like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or YouTube. We also put these out as YouTube videos. So make sure you subscribe. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Bill Ryan, you guys are awesome. And thank you guys for listening. And we will see you again soon. Thanks.